You're listening to Two Jerks, One Vote, the Jerkatorium Song Fight Review Podcast, and this time around we're reviewing the songs in the Yes, You're a Robot Fight. Enjoy! Hi, I'm Chumpy, and this is the Jerk. Hi! Now here's how this thing works. We've won some fights enough that we think we know our stuff. We'll listen to your submission, subjected to our praise and our derision. I know that sounds unfair, but you're not obliged to care. Yeah, you're gonna lose this song fight, and yes, I'm talking to you. Yeah, you're gonna lose this song fight. Deep down inside, you know that it's true. Most of these bands are gonna lose when this song done and your bands won and by your bands won i don't mean your bands won with bands being a contraction of band has and won meaning the past tense of win those are just tricky homonyms what i'm really trying to say is that you're one of the losers <laughs> all right so uh let's see do you have any thoughts about the last fight or the last podcast that you'd like to talk about not a whole lot i'm just thinking about how the three of us together uh didn't come up with the winner this time you and i voted for paco but one of the few that all three of us voted for was third cat i think that you and i believe that uh paco deserves to win uh as much as anybody else too for the last one he did a great 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 entry and that's three greats. We were is, we were really in for Tim Hinkle too, if I recall. Tim Hinkle. No, that's I'm sorry, I got it all mixed up. It's Tim Hinkle. It, it's not. Uh, I said Third Cat by accident. But but we both voted for Third Cat too. So. Although spoiler alert, I liked Third Cat's song a lot this time around. So yeah, yeah, I think we'll 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 get to that. Did you want to mention anything specific about the last podcast? Uh, just that I was right. So I just want to gloat <laughs> in that for a moment. So I was pretty sure Lycanthroat had listened to our podcast and was referencing the Cinnabon line from last time. And he was like, of course, who would have thought otherwise, Ryan? Yes, yes, you got you. You were correct. You were absolutely correct. I just, I just, again, I, I just sort of assume that people don't listen to this podcast, or if they <laughs> do, they fast forward to their own little bit, and then, and that's it. Right, so. and then they fire off an angry email to us. Yeah, even if we vote for them, even if we say nice things, if we say like ten nice things about them and a half of a not quite as complimentary thing, people just shout us down. So, uh, so yeah, we're we're the villains, no matter what we do. Let's see. There was something else now that I think about it. Uh, first off, Philipso in the boards asserted that uh, his song was not about the Kavanaugh issue. And uh, reading over it again after what he said, I kind of like I was thinking like, OK, yeah, I, c- I can see how it might not have been. And thinking about like our own lyrics uh, about, you know, complicated relationships and such could be misconstrued to to fit into something like that too so i went ahead and i said well if the only thing that was really bugging me about the song was this potential lyrical connection then i'll vote for it and i did cool so i ended up voting for flipso too and uh what else oh the word count the word frequency count uh i did as i threatened to in the last one post the word frequency count in the boards and that led i think to the next week's song title being Blue Woman Yes. Uh, You're welcome. Just, <laughs> yeah. And okay, so for people who don't who aren't on the boards, as if, the, the count was that there were uh, 10 uh, instances of the word man 
uh, and only two instances of the word woman, three instances of the word boy and two instances of the word girl. And so, yeah, it, it was, it was, I just put it up there just, you know, just saying, just for entertainment purposes <laughs> only. Other people mentioned about the some of the disparity in, in colors, like there's a lot of red and black, but uh, not many others. And uh, also the differences between how many times yes is mentioned and no is mentioned. There's a lot more no's, like nine no's and one yes. And that's only, you know, after this yes, you're a robot fight. So that was kind of interesting and uh, and it uh, <laughs> had a direct impact on Problem the title solved. <laughs> yeah, which yeah. Exactly. Now now instead of uh, 10 to 2, it's 10 to 3. So yeah, parody achieved as I joked. <laughs> and then Fluffy uh, he outwoked me. Well, um, you just said he, dude. They. God damn it. Get your fucking pronouns right. God. Damn it! What the hell is wrong with me? No, th- these these are learning moments for me. Thank you for calling me out <laughs> on that. I I love your high roading, and honestly, I hadn't even heard the term NB before, at least not spelt out the way he spelt it. And uh, and <laughs> and honestly, God damn it! Okay, I'm I'm sorry. I'm seriously seriously sorry. I'm gonna get gonna get better. I I and uh, this is not on purpose. This is not for comedic effect. And I genuinely, you know, believe that this is, you know, it's it's valuable and important to to discuss people the way that wanted to be spoken about. But yeah, so uh, NB, I hadn't heard of that before. I hadn't even heard of it in the abbreviated NB before. But I yeah, do know, that's of course, new to me too. Yeah, but of course, I have heard of non-binary. Coincidentally, I put something on the DVR that's uh, – I think the show is called This Is Life and they're doing a, a special on non-binary that aired yesterday and it might be going on some other times too. So I, I got that on the DVR. I'll, I'll watch that. But of course, it's probably a little bit more difficult to incorporate that into a title, a song fight title. And I'm not going to say that as, a, as an excuse for them not having done so already – but, you know, it's, it is a little trickier unless you're going to start including the, the they's and them's as potentially non-binary. Although, you know, there's uh, this author named Armistead Maupin who has this great quote. I'm going to paraphrase him here pretty ineptly, but he's talking about, you know, something like that. That's fine if you prefer uh, invisibility to outright scorn, and he's not sure that he does. And that's his quote. But, uh, but Tales yeah, of so, the City, man. I, l- I love those books. Yeah, yeah. That one in particular is from a book of his called Maybe the Moon. And uh, the protagonist is a, a, a little person. That's also a great book. And it has that great thought of the, the protagonist where she's also trying to figure it out for herself. Okay, so um, there's that, but uh, the one the one thing that I really wanted to rant about, as if I haven't ranted enough already, <laughs> uh, was some of these comments uh, about excuses for not doing a good job in a song fight, uh, like an extra tight time constraint, um, tech problems, or etc. You know, like these. We've all seen them. We've heard them where people say, oh, I only had four hours to do this song or something like that. And you're like, and you, know, you didn't have four hours. You had as much time as every, everybody else did. And that, that, that shit is falling on deaf ears. You know, <laughs> plenty of the rest of us are slaving over these songs for the bulk of our free time throughout the week. And uh, plenty of the rest of us, uh, you know, decline to submit songs that we don't think are up to our standards. 
So if you have an excuse like that, then you are acknowledging that it's worse than you'd hoped and maybe submitted as more of a compulsion. And in that case, you know, you deserve our criticism and fewer votes than the rest of, of the competitors. So, you know, don't say you didn't have time to perfect it. Uh, don't say that your equipment's on the fritz uh, so it doesn't sound the way that you wanted. Um, you know, submit or don't and uh, then submit to our critiques. So that's it. You know. Amen, brother. Yeah. Okay. Anyhow, so uh, I've spoken enough. Uh, should we get started on the song? Yeah, let's launch right in. So first up, as usual, due to the uh, due to the vagaries of the alphabet, we have BSS. their like 4,000th song I'm, I'm, I'm not actually keeping these stats anymore um, yeah. yeah we I think it was up around the mid 200s but of course that doesn't count their side fights or anything so after you add in all that stuff it does get up to around 4,000 I believe although the key is is that Paco is still keeping pace with them so that they're neck and neck in that competition that's right that's right so um, there's there's a lot to like about this song. Um, I like the synth lead. Uh, I like it when Ken is on lead vocals. Uh, I like the lyrics. I like the dirty rhythm guitars. And this time around, I like the chorus. I like the verses too, but my favorite part of the song is the bridge. And that's where Glennie actually takes over and he takes the lead. There's just something about the bridge that I think just sounds super great. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but it's definitely my favorite part of the song. I like it when there are multiple vocalists in a song and they have sort of contrasting styles. It's just something that picks my ears up. Yeah. The solo's pretty good, but it's got this sort of 80s classic soaring reverby sound, which is, you know, I've just kind of had my fill of that 80s guitar sound, so I've come to really dislike it over the years. But they, they really nail that sound. Um, Lyrically, I thought the line, there's this line, um, with imposter syndrome, you can't get caught. And I thought that was interesting. Uh, as Do you know what imposter syndrome is? No, no, I don't. So this is something that comes up in the tech world a lot. And my friend Don uh, struggled with this a lot at work. Just that feeling that you are an imposter and you are really only in your job because you got lucky or by some fluke and that every one of your coworkers is way above you in skill and talent and you're just like hoping to god that no one catches you and finds out that you're an imposter and you will be fired and this is a real thing and it keeps people from enjoying their job and it keeps people from you know just it's, it's a weird thing that happens in the tech industry. So I thought it was cool that it was caught out. But, you know, that's only in the first verse. And then it goes on to say, but, you know, you're not you don't really have this problem. A lot of people feel like they're an imposter, but you really are a robot. So, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was cool. And I, I like this song and I'm going to vote for it. Yeah, I actively dislike that synth setting. I know I know that you liked it, but but just the intro riff, not kind of the intro where it starts off with a with the hum. That's that's all fine, but but then when the riff comes in, I I think it's a really not great. I think it it's jarring and it's uh, kind of an unpleasant synth setting. I thought the melody for both the verses and the chorus is 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 fine. It, it's super simple, like a jingle almost that could probably easily get stuck in your head or 
or like something you might write for your grade schoolers punk band or something <laughs> like that. Um, but the lyrics are really fantastic. And uh, I, I also like the odd choices for the backing vocals. Uh, it's pretty neat with the the ones that are like a, a, an octave or two down or something like that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm voting for it, too. I thought. I thought the uh, the pluses uh, outnumbered the the minuses, even though I harped on the minuses. I, I did enjoy the song. Did so. you catch that it was Glennie in the bridge? No, I'd assumed that it was Lunkhead. Oh, maybe it is. Maybe I'm I, just fixated on Glennie. Oh wait, do you mean for uh, you mean the bridge with the with the vocals or? Yeah, the vocals. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I I'm spacing on that altogether. I thought I thought you were talking about the the guitar solo. It was great, whoever did it, but that yeah. 80s sound just kills me. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. All right. So next we've got Glenny. Speaking of Glenny. I had a lot of fun looking at the lyrics for this song. I got stuck on this line initially. Uh, you were uber malignant when you uttered the tone. And that just seems like a weird, awkward line with, I don't know anyone who speaks like that. Um, and then I realized that, oh my God, there's another line. You were super consistent. You were super consistent when you left on your own, like in the verse prior. And then I realized that, um, each line in each verse rhymes with its corresponding line in the previous verse. And it's oh not gosh. only at the end, but it's sometimes at the start, middle, and end. Which is pretty impressive for rhymes that you can't hear. Yeah. But, like, you notice when you're reading them, which I thought was a really cool idea and kind of a neat thing to do. Um, that's a lot of work for something you're not going to hear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't notice it at all. I didn't catch that. Yeah, so yeah, go back and look at that. It's it's pretty neat. And uh, I think I've done that on a couple songs, and I know Micah called me out on it once and said it was sneaky, but I, th mm. I think I did that on um, High School Safety Pin Parade. Okay, yeah. Um, so, like, I, you know, I have the same criticism of the synth that you had for the BSS song. Um, I didn't really like it, the, the sound of the synth so solo melodically. I, it sounded kind of dark and forbidding to me, and I didn't really like the harshness of it, but I liked the, the way he trilled the synth line at the end, which I thought sounded really cool. And like, you know, kind of like a lead guitar player doing one of those, you know, hammer on trills. Just, yeah. it was cool, but synthy instead of guitar. I, I like the song and uh, I think I'm going to vote for it again. I'm going to vote for a lot of songs this fight, I think. Yeah, the, uh, this one was 7-8 again, as was last fight's entry by Glennie. It sounds like a very, like the first uh, measure sounds like a very traditional 4-4 four, four, followed by a 3-4 measure. But then the first note of the following measure mostly fits in as a false eighth beat for the first two measures, sort of trickily approximating 4-4 four, four until you are already into that third measure, if that makes any sense at all. Maybe not. <laughs> but <laughs> I am not good like, at math, man. <laughs> okay, but okay. So like, if okay, so if you have two measures um, that are one is four four, and the second one is three four, but the fourth, okay, 
I'm, I'm, I'm messing this up already. So let's say you have two measures. They're both 4-4. Four, four. Now, if the second measure, the fourth beat, meaning the eighth beat in, of the, the entire group, uh, is actually the first beat of the measure three, you know, like imagine you've got like an, uh, an eight beat measure and then you're taking it in uh, logic and then you're just sort of moving uh, every other group of eight beats over one. Yeah, but, yeah I think I so, get that. Yeah, so then, so it, it seems like it's kind of like that. So like the eighth beat of this of of the first group of measures is the exact same note as the first beat of the next group of of you know the next pair of measures does that make any sense yeah so yeah uh, but I, I i imagine that's like that seems like something i would do on accident <laughs> yeah and i'd say what the hell did you do <laughs> <laughs> no keep it man it's cool yeah yeah, it works for 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 Glenny. Of course, he's you know he's accustomed to it, and he's he's good at uh, making this stuff sound smooth. And yeah, it's it's tricky, and uh, you don't kind of realize it's seven eight until you're already into the next uh, group of measures. And um, you know, it doesn't hit you over the head with the seven eight, and sort of until later in the song, and then you notice that there's some you know it's it's really apparent that it's not four four at certain other points during the song. But um, but now one I don't know if you noticed that there's a, a like a sound effects on the lead vocal with this weird kind of wet atonal grunt way way in the background. Did you notice that no, at all? No, I did not notice that. It, yeah, if if you listen again, you won't be here, able to hear anything but it, and it's <laughs> it's it's just it's bad. It's not good. It's uh, I kind of appreciate you know that he's trying to be a little adventurous and trying new things, but but that was just I, I think not a mistake. But maybe it wasn't if you didn't notice it. Uh, so, I'll go back and see if I can hear that. Yeah, yeah. Go back and, and get the, the disappointment that I had. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, even though this this has just mostly been my negative comments, I, I really did enjoy the song, and I'm definitely going to vote for it. Um, I also – you read the, the lyrics too. Yeah. Um, I was so, so confused by the lyrics, and uh, then I read his little comment about Twonky. Did you read that? Like it's dedicated to Twonky, his favorite robot or something yeah, like that? Yeah, I saw some pictures of Twonky, uh, but I didn't like read the Wikipedia article. I did, which I, I just, it, it's sort of like going down a rabbit hole because you're like, oh, okay, let's look at this. And then uh, it's, uh, you know, it's a 1953 movie based on a story by Catherine Moore and Henry Kuttner. And they were a married couple and that, that it's a married couple also with links to HP Lovecraft. Of course, that doesn't have anything to do with this movie <laughs> or this song. But, you know, I'm just like following this little weird sort of a thing. But, but the movie plot sounded very, very interesting. I mean, it's like if it was, if it was done today, maybe by uh, a Tim Burton or something like that, it'd probably be a really, really cool movie. But uh since it was done in 1953, I, I just imagine it being terrible. But just read like it, the movie couldn't possibly be as good as the the Wikipedia entry just blandly describes it. You know, so it's oh wow, just, I'll check that sounds out. Sounds kind of fascinating. So yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd highly recommend it. Still didn't help me with the lyrics though. Uh, the <laughs> lyrics were great; they were interesting, and I, I'm I, you know, it's trying to piece together what he's talking about. I, I just enjoyed reading them, even if I didn't understand them, and listening to them in the song too. So yeah, good song. I'm voting for it. You were uber malignant, dude. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, no, I have no idea. All right, so next we got Lycanthrope. 
Lycanthrope goes to buy a car is kind of the, the, the lyrical theme of this, and he is stealing himself, uh, making, you know, just completely removing his emotions in order to not be taken by the car salesman. Uh, that's the sort of story arc of the song. And uh, to start out, I liked the melody and the music okay. I liked how he controlled the dynamics and he built up parts slowly and then tore them back down again. I didn't even really mind the synth patches he used this time. Maybe I'm just getting used to them or maybe they're just an integral part of his sound now. I don't know, but I, I didn't find myself annoyed by them this time around. And I'm reading the lyrics as I'm listening, as I'm doing this to all the songs. and. Um, it was, it was sort of anxiety-inducing doing this. I keep wondering, like, oh my god, how is he going to sandwich this 12-syllable line into this next piece of music? And the answer is awkwardly, like most of the time. And But you know, it feels like he's doing this on the fly, but I'm seriously, I'm like getting anxiety, wondering how he's going to squeeze this giant line into the, into the rhythm of the song. And he does yeah. all of these gymnastics to make it work and to make it fit, and it kind of works, but at the same time, it kind of doesn't. And I feel like, you know, Lycanthrope does struggle with vocals a little bit, and I feel like this is an area he could totally master. Like, the rhythmic elements uh, of vocals is something he could totally own, and yeah. that would definitely help. And another thing that really got me about this song is that the... I remember thinking as the chorus came up, and it's like, yes, you are a robot. Yes, you are a robot, right? And the uh, the vocal melody that he chose for the chorus, I thought, wow, that actually sounds pretty great. I mean, it's it's lichen throaty, but I like the sound of it, and I think he sung it well. And then the first one's good, and the second one's good, and the third one, his pitch just raises awkwardly in this kind of, like, Ugh! and he just misses the note. And I'm like, dude, just cut and paste the chorus vocals from the ones that work. <laughs> keep it consistent that's not cheating like no one's gonna like be mad at you for doing that or you know do another take yeah yeah i actually enjoyed this song i know that there was a lot of kind of weird vocal sloppiness and that i think kind of came into some of its appeal for me it didn't sound monotone at all it was definitely not kind of like sticking with that that thing that I complained about last fight, where the note that he sang was the same, it was exactly just the same note as uh, as the chord in the progression. He threatened to submit a somewhat different song this time around, and I think he delivered. You know, it's, mm -hmm. uh, I, and I think the song is kind of awesome. You know, I both like admire and hate the lyrics. Like, I really like listening <laughs> to it, you know, the first time through, but then the second time through, while I was reading the lyrics along with it, I, 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 you know, I thought they were a bit of a bummer, uh, just because it's such a weird, you know, awkward, uncomfortable, uh, sort of a situation that he is describing, you know, not, uh, romantically at all, not, uh, you know, not kind of portraying anybody as a hero in this story. It's just like, uh, you know, nobody wants to be on either side of any of that kind of the, the same with the singing, which is kind of all over the place, you know, but it's still, I thought neat to listen to the, the one main 
complaint that I have about the singing is I wish it were more confident. Like in the very beginning, it kind of starts off and it's a little, it seems like he's not really going for it. You know, he's, he's a little unsure of his footing or something like that in the beginning. And I think, you know, the best thing to do with any of this stuff is just go out and even if you don't know where you're going to come on the beats or on the notes specifically, just sell it. You know, just just be there. You're you're guiding me through this song. You, the singer, are guiding me through this song. So own it. <laughs> you know, right. I, I don't care how sloppy it is or anything like, oh, sometimes I do. It just depends. But but, you know, just you got to sell it. So right. um, it, even with all these problems, I still like this song and I must have listened to it five or six times. Like, you know, trying to find the ideal spot to complain about the awkwardness of a phrase. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, uh, I never did find the ideal thing to complain about. But, you know, yeah. I listened to the song a lot of times and I didn't hate it. And, uh, you know, I, th- I feel yeah. like the chorus is actually pretty good. And the musically, I, th- I feel like he's outdone himself here. Yeah, yeah. I, I I thought it was captivating and enjoyable and only a bummer if you actually read through the lyrics. You know, they're they're great lyrics, but they describe an awkward and stressful and unpleasant situation. And I mean, and some of this, again, it sounds like I've reverted to complaining about the song, uh, the, but I'm going to assert that I'm not. You know, I thought it was good. I thought it was one of Lycan Throat's best. And I'm happily voting for it. Now, having said that, though, you know, part of me wonders if it's like, you know, if, if, if you're getting nothing in poker hands for like 10 hands in a row and then on the 11th hand you get like two pair or something like that. Now, now that's not a fabulous hand, but it's so much better than, you know, than the previous subpar hands that you're thrilled to get it. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't just just sh- just shouldn't be overthinking it. You know, I, I enjoyed it and I'm voting for it. So done. Yep. You like it, you like it. That's all there is to it. Yeah. Speaking of liking it, Lunkhead is up next. Once there was a day I really loved to dance. I'd be on the floor every time I had the chance. Then there was a night I danced a little too hard. I slipped right out the window and got hit by a car. Now, now I'm a robot, but I am a funky robot. Now I'm a robot. And um, so, oh my God, I, I loved most of the elements for the song. There's like this dirty, like Rhodes piano. There's this uh, just this funky ass guitar like that's in my right ear, and then there's this killer funky bass. And there's a point where everything drops out, but the bass, and you hear just that. It's totally great. And uh, the guitar solo just scorches. It's just so hot. Um, and you know, it's one thing to click with the song intellectually, like when I realized the the sort of things that Glennie was doing, like you know, with the lyrics, and then you talking about the the the, the interesting changes of the meter. Mm-hmm. But it's another thing to just be commanded by the powers of funk to move and groove. <laughs> yes. You know, it's like this is yeah. when the song targets your central nervous system. You know, it's not like an intellectual thing. It's just like the music makes you want to move. And uh, I got this from this song. It was just funky as all hell. Um, yeah. Yeah. My only real complaint is I had to immediately turn it down a little bit. Like, this song is mastered to 11, so it's the loudest track of all of them. So, okay. well, Lunkhead wins the loudness wars, and he'll probably also <laughs> win this fight. Yeah, it could be. I mean, it's, 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 there, there's nothing to dislike here. I mean, it's stylish, and it's up-tempo, and it's fun, and I laughed out loud at the chorus. <laughs> I mean... The, the bad news, you're a robot. You know, the good news, you're a funky robot. You know, it's like... <laughs> yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was like... You know, because that would have been 
your next question. You know, you go to your doctor and your doctor tells you, my, I, I go to my doctor and my doctor tells me I have arthritis. I'm like, yes, doctor, but is it funky arthritis? <laughs> you know? I just thought it was funny and happy and, and fun. Yeah, it, it was, was cool that the dude was originally a dancer before he fell out the window and became a funk robot. <laughs> totally yeah. makes sense. Yeah, exactly. There's continuity through the storyline. <laughs> That's what we're looking for. Definitely. Yeah. So, so did you find anything bad to say about this song? It, I No. I mean, it, it, it's kind of moot. You know, it's like, what did it not accomplish of what it was trying to do? You yeah. know, there's, there's nothing. So, it, yeah, I, I, it was great. I loved it. Cool. Yep. I think that's all we got to say about that. Yeah. So next we got Paco Del Stinko. I love about Paco's songs are in play here. You know, there's some great guitar licks. There's some a great solo. This is just straight ahead rock and roll, which I like. Um, and he does this funny thing where he does call and response with the backing vocals, mm-hmm. where like he'll sing something in one line and the backing vocals will say something back to him. And I'm a sucker for that. I think it's cool. And you know, he mentions a woman's name Marina in the chorus vocals, and I was like, what? So I like Googled Marina Robot, and there's this Marina and the Diamonds song called I Am Not a Robot, which <laughs> I had I had not heard before. But oh, it so totally this, is makes a, sense. this is a response then. It's a, it that. is, it is a response. And he's like, Yes, you are a robot, and I am too. Um, so, oh, wow. so this is a solid offering from Paco, and you know, in a weaker <laughs> fight, he might have won, but you know, he just cannot withstand the power of the funk. I feel like so. So did he like clue anybody into that in the in his? He didn't. He didn't like give any hints to that. So that's just like you doing your own sleuthing. Yeah, yeah. You're the only pl- person on the planet who got that. I bet. <laughs> so now people well, are going to come on the board. So oh, I got it too. But yeah. you know, there was I, this one song he did that was um, that it was the complete storyline of a Brady Bunch episode. Yeah. Yes, I remember that. And I, I think I was probably the only one to get that as well, but like, I do enjoy digging into Paco's lyrics and trying to figure out what the hell he's talking about. Wow. Okay, so now I'm going to have to listen to that other the Marina song. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I thought it was great. It was a great take on the title. You know, uh, one person who's aware that he's a robot, you know, telling the other... Uh, yeah, okay, so I'm not going to pick it apart too much, but <laughs> if it's his girlfriend, but he's a robot... And then his girlfriend doesn't think that she's a robot and he's realizing that she is and trying to, you know, I, I don't know, uh, I'm mansplaining this <laughs> like you already know what happened. But yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was really fun, really good take, really clever, uh, a great song. You know, I, I, I'm going to say it again. I think Paco should write a rock musical. Oh, yeah, totally. It's just like he was made for it. The song was fantastic. Uh, every part of it was great. Uh, it was fun, up-tempo, romantic. Uh, it's it's got everything. Yeah, earns my vote too. So far, there has not been a song in this fight I have not wanted to vote for. Y- yeah, should we move on to the next one? Yeah, speaking of good songs, uh, JBB is up next to the John Benjamin Band. Woke up today Life was still okay I had a whole future before me 
gave her one chip too many. Right out of the gate, it reminded me of um, like Blancmange. Uh, do, do you remember them at all? They had the song called uh, Lose Your Love. Uh, it was very, very 80s, very <laughs> synth pop, very electric dreams. I have to listen to that. Uh, what I have, my lyrics say, uh, did you know that Upstairs at Eric's came out in 1982? That seems like a long time ago. I did not know that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it sounds it sounded like Yaz to me. But Yeah, 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 yeah. It's 80s synth pop, electro pop, electric dreams. It's the type of stuff that I sometimes refer to as one finger music because, you know, it's all just arpeggiators. So you, you can ostensibly just play it with, with one finger. It's my, my little insult to this kind of music. But it doesn't matter. I mean, I, I liked it anyway. I can't help but like it. It's, it's fun and it's happy. And I like fun, happy, poppy songs, you know, and the vocoder is done really, really well. Oh, so. yeah. In the choruses. I noticed that, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, just just to go back to Paco for a second. Mm-hmm. He also used a vocoder in, in parts of it as well. Right. Oh, yes. When he yeah. goes full robot, sort of like Peter Frampton, sort of guitar vocoder. Yeah. Yeah. His is, is, is a little uh, arguably a little overdone, but I'm sure that was on purpose yeah. uh, at some points. But but yeah, no, this is this one's great i like this a lot and i'll i'll forward you a video to that block mange uh song it's uh it's really good and the video is really good cool anything else uh, on this song from you no not really i just really really enjoyed it it was good cool yeah i liked it too uh i definitely got that electro pop yaz sound um and you know there were some cool things in the intro that caught my ears like right in the beginning there's this synth that kind of just bursts out like and then and then, like right at the end of the intro, the in- the synth goes like it slows mm-hmm. down, and then it launches into the verse section, which I thought was a really cool effect and really like set up the verse. Um, so I was, you know, impressed with the with how he did that. Uh, and um, you know, I felt like the the vocals were at least, you know, uh, double tracked the entire way through. And I felt like in places the vocals were a little bit loud in the verses. So if I had one thing to complain about, like I, I reached for the volume knob a little bit there. Like it was okay during uh, the music, but when the vocals came in, it was like, whoa, this is kind of hurting my ears a little bit. So I turned it down. Okay. Um, did, did you listen to it on headphones or on your? I had uh, the, your those little uh, those little wireless earbuds. Oh, okay. All right. So probably not the greatest uh, headphones, but. Well, uh, you know, better than your computer speakers, I suppose. Yeah. Maybe, arguably. So, yeah. Um, I, I like the harmony vocals on the choruses and the auto-tune sort of robot vocoder effect that you mentioned. Um, I, I thought the chorus works really well. It was the, my favorite part of the song. And I like the way he repeated that one ship too many line to kind of tie the verses together. Just solid stuff, and I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Strong, good, fun song. Yep. All right, next we have Third Cat. Yes, you're a robot. But that doesn't mean you cannot feel. After all, who knows what is real? Yeah, so, like, I, I got through the first 70 seconds of this song thinking thinking oh man finally a song that i don't feel compelled to vote for you know like <laughs> the, the chorus hit right the whole sort of extended interlude it wasn't the chorus i wasn't hot on the verse i wasn't hot on the chorus but then that interlude comes in uh from like the 110 mark to the two minute mark 
and it's just lovely and it's got those backing vocals and you know again i'm not crazy about the verse or the chorus but the instrumental parts uh in there and and also at the very end just really sold me on it so yeah i i i like the song a lot i i was i was ready to not like it and uh and it won me over Huh, interesting. So, like, I don't. We'll have to compare and see which parts we're talking about. But I had kind of a different take on that. So, I, I do like sappy love songs. And again, I was impressed with the economy of his lyrics. Like, there are eight lines and forty-nine words in this song entirely. And you know, yes, you're a robot, but I still and I will promise to always love you. Oh, good, st- <laughs> good stuff. Heartwarming. I, I do like love songs. Um. And what really works is that there are these sort of tense, anxious sections of the song that are instrumental, and then they get just, and you know, you're, you're feeling a little out of ease, and you're kind of like, hmm, and then all of a sudden the chorus comes in and everything is pretty and wonderful, and it's like a relief. Like, the contrast between those tense, anxious sections and the chorus is just so nice. It's like, I don't know, it's a... Um, it's like we listen to completely different songs, but I know we did listen to the same song because you're describing it the same way. Only, only I liked exactly the opposite of what you liked about wow, it, weird. and I disliked exactly what you liked about it, which is very strange. But but valid. <laughs> that I mean, is very strange. Yeah, win, like, win those votes any way you can, man. <laughs> but you know the uh, the first instrumental sort of section. There's this guitar, and it's like. I don't know. I, I can't quite do yeah. justice to it. And I'm like, this kind of sucks. It's like, no. I, I'm, I'm liking everything here. And then this is like, blah. And then the chorus comes in and I'm so relieved that the blah is gone. I'm like, I love the chorus even more. Wow. Do you ever get tired of being wrong all the time? <laughs> <laughs> being exactly perfectly wrong. <laughs> I have you on tape saying that I was totally, totally right. So I'm just going to. That was all edited together from different out of context <laughs> quotes. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. That's okay. it. We're 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 pretty much done reviewing. I think but only... we're both going to vote for this third cat song for different reasons, but Yeah, yeah, only uh only seven songs this time around. We uh we had a guest lined up, didn't didn't work out unfortunately, but uh, uh if if we'd had more time, we would have done some of those bits, but just just didn't uh didn't work out this time around. So it's going to be a short podcast. Yeah, so for votes, are you voting for every song? Yeah, I'm voting for every song, which is stupid. It's a way of throwing away your vote. But, uh, you know, and I, I totally disagree with that. And I don't want to vote for every song, but I am also voting for every song. Yeah. Who, who would you not? I mean, yeah. you know, there were some that were good all the way through and some which had such good, you know, sections that you you'd feel bad not voting for them. Yeah. So, you know, so normally yeah. I bust out some platitudes like good fight, everyone. And I'm really saying good fight. Most of you people, except for those of you who really sucked. But yeah. like now I mean it. Good fight, yeah. everyone. Good job. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, lately I've been saying that I enjoy uh, a bunch of songs and then just really letting one or another song have it, <laughs> you know, <laughs> saving up all my bile and just spewing it out on one song per fight. But no, this time around it's, it's they're, they're enjoyable songs. Uh, I think everybody deserves my vote, so I'm gonna vote for everybody. Which is throwing it away because there's I'm you know not giving anybody an advantage over anybody else. All right, let's wrap this thing. Give people their time back. Go okay. about your day. Live your lives. Yeah, write your song for Blue Woman. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And we're sorry again. <laughs> 
uh let's see what else is there anything else that we should talk about no let's wrap okay all right uh thanks everybody uh catch you on the flip-flop <laughs> <laughs>